June 15, 2014. It's a lot from Pedro's show.
Show. Well, this is my microphone. Am I close enough to it, or do I gotta move it closer? No, you're good, man. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Brother Matt, welcome aboard. Yeah. We're here at the Love Grotto, Pleasure Point. We've got a guest. And we got a guest. In fact, guest already made himself a known. <laughs> well, welcome aboard, Manny oh. Stadola. Uh, started the show off with uh, John Coltrane doing "Up Against the Wall." Midnight, Sawako. 
and today by Alley Cats. Uh, welcome. I uh, saw both you, Brother Matt and Randy, yesterday at the Shred Fest. No, no. Shred. What was it called? San Pedro Shred Festival of Skate. That was cool. It turned day. out to be very fucking happening. Uh, no fighting. Mm. Uh, not a total mess and stuff. People kept things clean together. Kids, nobody got really hurt, yeah, but took fun. the balls out. Shit, did you see that, that station wagon they were jumping? <laughs> fucking, it was pretty balls out. And then the, the bands too was mm-hmm. uh, interesting getting to play. And uh, that was real cool of them having D. Lou put the band part Danny together. Lou, right, they, they did, did it up great right. job. Good job. He Danny. ran it all good. And uh, even though. Uh, I, I think Donald was supposed to bring an adapter, but still no monitor, so mm-hmm. kind of had to thug that one out. But he, he did really good, kept it flowing. Pizzo played early. Mm-hmm. Uh, the councilman, we got to thank him for helping yeah, us out, right, getting that all going. Andy Harris, of course, San Pedro Skate Association. He's the, he was the key dude, and he was even fucking driving the forklifts mm-hmm. to get the shit around and uh, Beacon House people. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, cool having a councilman help push that. <laughs> yeah, right, know. right. Can you believe? And uh, it was right here by the pack uh, pad yeah, I've had for 29 years, uh, people. Lovely. It's the second one. Yeah. In fact, it's a trippy summer for me because uh, last 10 years, I'm right. always in Europe doing the Stooges Festival, so it's a little different. Uh, our guest, how, how long have you been living in Pedro now, Randy? Uh, 12 years. 12? 11, 12, yeah. Yeah, let's turn you up a little bit. You got a little quiet thing, huh? You got the sounds of Pedro in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Twelve years. Okay. Let's go back. Uh, where were you born? Laramie, Wyoming. Wyoming, my mom. But she's on the west side. Uh, uh, there's a town called Dines near Rock Springs. Huh. Laramie, Wyoming. I always go through Wyoming on tour because I am huh. between Salt Lake and... Laramie's, in fact, that's where the cutoff, if you want to get to Fort Collins quick, there's a U.S. Uh, highway. Uh, uh, you want to go all the way to I-25. Uh, uh, can you remember the first musical experience? Well, the first... Like listening? No. <laughs> I can't either, but I ask anyway. Uh, the first concert I went to was a Louis Armstrong concert when I was like, I don't know, 10 or something. 10? Yeah. Was that in Laramie? No, that, I, we, I, I, we moved from Laramie. I don't even remember that. We moved to... Uh, oh, you don't remember Laramie, so no music, not even hearing no, the radio no, or no, TV? No, okay. No, it was in uh, Marquette, Michigan. Marquette, Michigan. Yeah. Which is... Upper Michigan, yeah. UP. Yeah. Upper Peninsula. Yeah. And you went and saw Louis Armstrong. Yeah, yeah. But before Louis, did you, do you remember the radio or do you remember TV? Some people say Ed Sullivan show, right? Oh, yeah, well, I remember... I remember, yeah, I remember the radio a little bit, yeah, you know. Hearing songs? Yeah. What's, like, some of the first things you can remember? Yeah. Oh, I remember uh, Bobby V was big in North Dakota. Bobby V. Good Fargo, and I, was, I remember hearing Rubber Ball. At, so, uh, after at, uh, Market, mm, I, or before Market, you were in North Dakota? Yeah, yeah, I lived for seven years in Fargo, North Dakota. Fargo. Yeah. Uh, and Bobby V? Yeah, yeah, I heard him. I remember hearing him on the radio, Rubber Ball, yeah. Okay. Well, he was big because, you know, it was a long story, but what was it? The Big Bopper, Richie Valens, and, 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 and 
who was the other person? Uh, Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly. They were supposed to play in Fargo, and they got killed in a. Because they were in Iowa. They got killed in a plane crash on the way. Yeah, and they I had think, played a gig in Iowa. Yeah. And it went to a lake, I think. Yeah, and I think they had storm. Bobby V. Or some, he was like a local kid sit in. And then, okay. So. Yeah, and I heard like Waylon Jennings traded his seat or something. Yeah, 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 for one of the he roadies. Was playing, he was playing bass. Yeah, yeah. For, yeah, he, he traded his seat for one of the roadies, yeah. The roadie got killed and he did. Waylon Jennings on bass, though. Uh-huh. He'd be a cool cat uh-huh. to have in the band. So Bobby V's like the first uh, kind of guy you... Do you remember the uh, first record? I didn't get a record till I moved. Long time? Till like we moved to probably uh, California. Okay. And and uh, uh, my dad used to take records out of the library and then tape them and he'd listen to classic music ta- uh, and then Shakespeare music. And I got a... I took out a... a when I could, I took out a, a Hank Williams record and, and, and taped it. And then, so you would get records from the library and then tape them? Yeah, and, I, and, then, and then I then got... Then turn the record, but then you'd have the tape. Yeah, and yeah. I had a Chuck Berry album and, and... Let's go back to Louis Armstrong. How'd that gig happen? I don't know, it was in Marquette, Michigan, and he was on tour. He must have been like 65 or something by then. And, yeah. You know, Marquette's only a town of 20,000 people, yeah. so it was probably 5,000 people there, so, you know... I guess it was worth his while, but I just went with my parents, you know, they went to see They it. wanted to go and Yeah, see. yeah. What'd you think? Oh, it was great. <laughs> you know, first concert... Did you know what he was like before that? Saw him on television, okay. you know. Yeah. So you were going to go to that concert where, when they died, or... You no, I had no that? idea. I, that, that, I, was, I don't think I was... Probably not even... I, I was pretty young. Uh, yeah. What year did they die? Well, I don't even know if I was living in North Dakota then. 56 or 7. Yeah, I wasn't even living there yet. Okay. That was just a story I heard. Uh, you know. And he was the local guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because uh, I wish I could have been able to see Louis Armstrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what was he like? It was... I don't know. He was, because in those days, probably not big sound system. He's just powering it with his. Oh, own. they had a big. They had a pretty good, pretty good sound. Oh, so he played into a microphone. Oh yeah, they had it with the audit, you know, the auditorium. Oh yeah, had. you said five thousand. Yeah, people, yeah, so yeah. So it was yeah. a big gig. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, so you come to California. Yeah. Uh, and that's when the music thing kind of kicks in. Yeah, yeah. And that's when you. No, start I started playing. I started playing guitar when I lived in, in North Dakota. How that happened? My sisters were. Got a guitar and they were trying to learn folk guitar and I just borrowed it. Your sisters? Yeah, and I was okay. playing their guitar and they they went when we went to Upper Michigan they went away to college so I just kind of taught myself. Started playing without not really no I, records and music. No, no, just no. Jam- I had to kind of make strum- up all my own my own songs. I had the chords from the chord book so I yeah. just started making up my own songs. You started writing right away. Yeah, so yeah. You never copied. I I didn't have any way of copying. Right, right, you know. right. So you come to California ready? Yeah, I guess. Sort of. Yeah. And then you start... So maybe some of this Hank Williams? Yeah, I did. I, did. I still do your cheating heart. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking so and, and, that's and, when you start... And, and Jambalaya and, you know... I remember... In the, and then, I, you know... Uh, Carol and... Johnny Be Good and those songs. Chuck you know. Berry? Yeah, those are... And then... Those are the first songs I learned that wasn't my own songs. Right, right. You know. And then... What, the Carol, the Chuck Berry one or the uh, Stones one? Chuck Berry, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And what, same thing? Checking out records at the library? 
Yeah, yeah. That's Econo. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Let's do some more music.
basement, it was like a cave And that cool dark air wouldn't let you go Twelve o'clock noon, might as well have been midnight Cold third memory of the night before And we mixed our brew with steaming bodies and sweat and beer They glow dreams and surplus crackers Bomb shelter babies would come to here Well, come on Well, we dance, dance, dance in the rockin' beat Kids hanging out all over the street We dance, dance, dance when we heard that sound And the cool dark hills of the underground Underground Down in the basement Down in the basement Mutants and creatures dance 
He took himself there on a lonely night, made his way to the ring, circled around it twelve times, was silent, didn't say a thing. Oh, 
sensation My adrenaline warming Not coping with violence Child abuse is brain injury A colorful synergy The high cost of diminished capacity It's unforgettable The unforgivable from the mask uh-huh. alley cats and uh, something brand new from the gears the new version of the gears uh-huh. excellent kids still in it yeah uh, down in the basement that dirty beaches after that with ride to nowhere a wheel in the ring because it's a new album I got to be part of uh, nothing means nothing anymore live from the erg movie alley cats Dot Hacker with Elevator, Lipstick Destroyer from Tobacco, 
theme from Cole Cocktail. It's Bucky from the old, uh, in fact, uh, Wisconsin, but Madison. And uh, finally, Licorice Cats, live, Alley Cats, which I always thought was Licorice Girls, but Randy enlightened me to the fact that's only sung in the first line, mm. <laughs> and in the chorus, it's actually Licorice Cats, mm. not Licorice Girls. Yeah. All these, it was over 30 years. Mm. You've demystified that. You know, it might be the Licorice. I have to listen. I haven't really heard the song for a while. Okay. It might be the chorus, it might be the Licorice Girls, I don't know. But the title, you licorice know. Licorice Cats, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's good. Okay, so that guitar from Michigan, it traveled to California, or did you get another? No, I, I got this after. I actually started out with a dobro. I got from actually one of the brothers. You know, my my parents knew him somehow, and I, I bought a dobro, but then it got stolen. So I got used insurance money. Oh, you had a dobro? Yeah, I started with a dobro. Okay. You know, it was a, it was it was a, it wasn't a metal dope, but it was a wood dope, but with a little metal, you know. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Resonator. Dopiera Brothers or something, one of them, yeah. And then. Uh, what, what made you choose that than a regular guitar? I don't know. How old were you at that time? Uh, probably. Twelve. Twelve years old, yeah. and you picked a dobro. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> What fucking Dobro was when I was twelve. <laughs> so that's but but I got stolen, huh? Yeah. So you're talking about that Telecaster? Yeah, I bought the Telecaster. With the, the you got that same one, one like twelve years old or thirteen? Years? No, I I got the Telecaster when was probably like oh, I was probably like sixteen or something. Sixteen. Yeah. But people, this is, he's still got the same guitar. Yeah. I don't know anybody like yeah. that that's got the same guitar. Yeah. Your first electric guitar. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Glad nobody stole that. No. Fucking peckers. Donate. Okay, so you must have got an amp. Yeah, I got a little carbon amp. There was carbon back then, even. Yeah. The company's been around. Yeah. Okay, so... And then eventually I sold... What are you doing? Like, just jamming in the bedroom, right? Yeah, Such yeah. Such records? Because you ain't got a band yet. No, well, no, I, I started playing with the band. I, I actually started playing with the band before I got the Telecaster. Playing with the, the Drobo you were yeah, playing with yeah, some guys. Yeah. What, like from school? Yeah, yeah. Some friends, yeah. In what, like garage? Yeah, yeah, just yeah. jamming? Yeah. We had a drummer and a bass player. And, and, oh, really? Yeah. We did, we did a few shows, actually. Wow, and you, so what, you like 13, 14, 15? I was pretty young, yeah. You are doing gigs. Mm. What was it like? It, was it covers in uh, and, originals? And, and originals, yeah. And the, the what first, was the name of the band? Hubcap. Hubcap. First, the first, the first uh, club I played at was like, it was a club, it was called the Chatterbox in, in South L.A. Chatterbox, South yeah. L.A. Yeah. Damn. What was it like? What year? Probably early seventies, and uh, early seventies. Yeah, and and uh, was, what was it like to do your first gig? Well, it was weird because it turned out. See, I I I, I couldn't even get a job as a, at a car wash. So I this guy was advertising in the newspaper. He was like an agent, right? So I called him and I said, "Well, I've never played anywhere, and my age and stuff." Yeah. And, you know, he says, well, don't call me, I'll call you, right? And he calls me this night and he goes, 
you know, you can go up to this club and do a show, you know. Apparently what they did is they, they fired the band, you know, because they were mad because uh, the audience came in and didn't buy any drinks or anything. And they wanted to get the people to leave, so the guys thought I'd be a good... Because it's like black people and stuff, and then I'd sell, I'd do like some country stuff, and he thought I'd be a good person to like drive people out so they could... <laughs> But, Paul Raker. Yeah, but but it didn't work out that way, and then and they hired me, and I played every night, like six nights a week. Really? Yeah, and and it was like my first experience, and it. Uh, uh, fuck you, going to the, what? Junior high? Uh, high school. Six, sixteen, sixteen. So. Okay. Oh, cause you got the Telecaster by this time. No, I yeah. You're still doing the Dobro? I I think I had the Telecaster by then, yeah. Okay. So you're in high school and you're playing six nights a week. Yeah, and they were getting drinks. And, and the funny thing is because I, I was getting a percentage of the door, so people buy me a drink, I'd make some money. So the more drinks they bought me, the more money I'd make, right? So I had to, like, drink as much as I could, but, like, act like I was a drunk so people wouldn't stop buying me drinks. So that's got a lot of practice. That's some technique. Yeah. Also, uh... Yeah, playing sharp must get a little more difficult. You think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little more, more barrage. Okay, that that's pretty wild. Yeah. Okay, so so what happens with the hubcaps? I I just decided to start another band, and and I was looking for a bass player. By then I'd met Diane. I'd met her giving a guitar lesson. I was. Like, oh, you started teaching? Yeah, I was like eighteen. So, and and uh, I brought home a bass because I couldn't find... What it. happened to the hubcaps? They just kind of fell apart or... I, I quit. Oh, you quit them? Yeah. No. Did they keep going? No. No, nah, I mean, the people in the band kept going, but not... As, not as hubcaps. Yeah, yeah. So hubcaps dissolved when you quit. Yeah. Then you met Diane and you started Alley Cats. Oh, you're teaching. Yeah. Like and one of your students. Yeah, and then well, I was living with that at the time, eventually, like not really quickly. And, and, and... Uh, uh, and you start the Alley Cats. Yeah. Well, I was looking to start the Alley Cats, and, okay. and, and I, I brought home a bass, you know, because I thought if I figured it out, maybe it'd be easier for me to find who I wanted, you know. If you knew how to play bass, yeah. you could pick a bass player that you'd like. Yeah, and, and I came home one day, and I heard her playing bass. I guess she was secretly learning how to play bass, and it sounded great. So we started a band, and six okay. months we did a start to our first show. <laughs> what, a drummer? Oh, they, we took the drummer from the Hubcaps. So John was the... No, it wasn't. It was, it was a guy guy named Ray Jones. Ray Jones. Yeah, John was our second drummer, really. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, so you got... We thought it was another guy briefly, but he broke his leg or something, and, you know... Kind of tough. Yeah. But you took the hubcap drummer. He's the one guy from the other band that yeah, went yeah. with you. Okay. And then the Alley Cats. Do you remember the first Alley Cats gig? Uh, it could have been... It, it it could have been uh, I forgot the name of the club. It was a little like biker bar. I'm not really sure actually, because we did a lot. Is this of when you were in Lamita? Yeah, we were living in Lamita then. Yeah. Yeah. When you came to California, what part did you move to? Well, we briefly stayed in Gardena. Mm -hmm. Then we moved to Torrance, and then we moved to Redondo. So you've always been South Bay guy. Yeah. But this club was in yeah. South L.A. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we lived there. So this biker bar, what was it? Was it Lamita or somewhere local? Yeah, it was in 
Harbor City. I Harbor think. City, okay. Yeah, maybe it wasn't. Uh, People yeah. for you don't uh, who don't know uh, South Bay of SoCal. Um, these are towns right next to Pedro. Yeah. Pedro, of course, we're on the end, right? There's the ocean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then next to us is the hill, mm. and then but north of us is Harbor City. To the east is Wilmington, Long Beach. Mm. Northwest of us is Lamita mm. and Torrance. We're Donna Beach. What Randy's talking about. Mm. So, because I'm, I'm telling you people this because this is one of the things that attracted me and D Boone to the Alley Cats because mm. there was n- no other bands from the South Bay no, no, up no. in the scene. And no, was, no, there weren't any. It was trippy after. for us. Mm. Like, wow, these are uh, yeah from our parts. Mm. Um, so, how long did the the, the, the Help Cap drummer last? because uh, I never not saw him. that long. Okay. Do you do any of the mass gigs? No, that was all John McCarthy. That's all John. Yeah. How did you... Obviously, the punk scene was coming on. How did you hear about it? We actually... We were playing around the South Bay and and not getting anywhere. And then I... I, I, The Whiskey was a big club then because they're unlike the way it is now. And they were like... There weren't any live. It was like the Starwood, the Whiskey... The Roxy, that was pretty much it for all the rock clubs in L.A. that had, had an original, original band. But the Tuber had cover music, guitars, yeah. like everybody had went, went to cover. And, and I found out that the uh, booking agent was there when the bands do their sound check, like in the afternoon. Yeah. So we packed up all our equipment and went up and asked if we could do an audition. And they go, well, and the, and, and the, 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 the sound guy goes, well, do you have a record? And I go, no. Do you have management? And I go, no. The we, you know, with the whiskey, we have people with like records, management, you know, record deals, this and that. We don't just audition people to to play here, you know. And I go, well, go ask the guy. And he comes, and the guy, the guy goes, no, you know. So we come back the next day with all our equipment, and we ask the same thing, right? It's the same guys are there, and then it's not the same same sound guy. Yeah. And he he goes up and he goes. Uh, no, you gotta have like management or or or, or, or uh, you know something like that, you know. So we go back the third day in a row, right? And and and, and the guy goes, "Why do you think? Why do you? I mean, do you guys have like a really big following, or you're really good? I mean, why do you why do you want to audition here? You know?" And I go, "Well, no, we don't have really any following, and we're probably not that good. We, we want to like play here." <laughs> so, so, so he comes back. and Goes, well, okay, come back tomorrow, and the guy will audition you. You know, so we play, and we've gotten a style of playing super fast because we weren't that good, and we were doing originals and covers, and it caused kind of a whatever for a lot of people to come for a short time. You know, those are the days of cover bands playing sure. all night for right. weeks and weeks. So we play like one weekend or two before it like drop off. You know, and and so we played really fast, and we did my own songs. And the guy goes, "Well, you know, that sounds kind of like punk rock. That's a new thing, you know." And uh, and that's where you heard it. You heard it from the club guy. Yeah, yeah. And then he put this on the show with the Berlin Brass. Rick. Yeah, yeah. And and then some guy Andy was here, and he said, "Well, the uh, the mask is, you know, they just they did them one show. They didn't charge for any, anything, and you know, it was just like kind of a we're gonna have like a real show and charge the cover thing and stuff. And he asked us to play." Yeah. And and uh, so we did, and 
Who and told you about the mask? Some guy that came to the... the, the one of the, the gig-goers. Yeah, at the, at, the, at the whiskey, yeah. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah. Say, there's this other place that's, that's having gigs. Yeah. And so you went over there? And yeah, we did the, like, the probably the first real show there ever, maybe the second official show, I don't know if the... Yeah, because there's a practice pad. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. We, we played with the germs and the skulls and... and Needles and pins, and we stuck our flyers up all over Hollywood. I needles we stuck all these flyers up all over Hollywood, you yeah. know, for the for the show, you know, and a lot of people came, and that was pretty much the beginning of it. So it was kind of just an accident. Yeah. By you pushing yourself onto the whiskey show, yeah, yeah. and then some cat coming to the gig. Yeah. And we being the guy thinking we sound punk, he said, you know, but you got, you know, you got, you don't, you, you look like you're homeless. You gotta like dress dress up, you know. And it, <laughs> I wore the same thing that, you know, my old pants I got from Goodwill and my yeah, yeah. T-shirt that I did for the, the, you know, and people didn't seem to mind, I don't know. I think he, he was showing me, he was showing me pictures like we went backstage, he was showing me pictures like the weirdos and stuff. And, oh, the and, crazy kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and he didn't want us to look like, like that, and, and, and we didn't want to, so we didn't. You know what I remember seeing you guys? T-shirt. Yeah. That was your look. Yeah. T-shirt. Yeah, yeah maybe... I didn't know where these pants came from. <laughs> yeah, they probably was the most boost pad. Mm. It was kind of like simple. You, it was like not genre specific. Mm. Mm. You know, you had to listen mm. to know what the music is mm. like. You mm. couldn't tell. Mm. Like, uh, yeah. In fact, when I found out about punk, that's all I knew was the pictures. I didn't know what the, it sounded like. Mm. I only saw these pictures of mm. guys dressed real crazy. Mm. And but then I found out. Uh, Actually, every band, especially in those days, a lot of uh, unique sounds. Huh. People were talking about the days of the Screamers and uh, Nervous Gender. There was a lot of different ways to oh, do yeah. <laughs> Dead Beat. They didn't even have guitar. Well, Dead Beats had Giza with yeah, a yeah. tiny guitar. Yeah. I mean, invented or made, yeah, right? Yeah, that little guitar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> strange chords. Yeah. I mean, it was... Uh, Punk wasn't one style at first. It was no. just wild. No. Were, like every band yeah. tried their own yeah. version of it. Some people dressed up, yeah. Some people were almost all clothes. Yeah. Some people were all music. It was trippy. Like I would say Alley Cats were a little less the clothes thing and more music thing. Yeah, I remember crime used to dress up all in police. Like right, policemen. Yeah. I remember those guys. Yeah. <laughs> I think they were from North. Though. Yeah, it's San Francisco. Right, yeah. right, right. Crime. Hotwire My Heart, I think was their song. Yeah, can you imagine that? Dressing like cops? I don't know. I don't know about that. But, so, uh, you ended up playing a lot at The Mask. Yeah. And, uh, and we, they, we got shows at the Whiskey. But you guys didn't move to Hollywood. You stayed no. in Lomita, in mm. the South Bay. Uh I remember talking to Brendan about those days and you guys. He said you guys were the nicest people to work with. He said some people in the scene were not too nice to work. Uh, he said you guys were really uh, nice to work. He was a nice guy. Yeah. He really was. Yeah. He really was. Brendan uh, Mullen was his uh, cat who uh, ran his club and uh, ended up doing uh, Club Lingerie after yeah, that. Yeah. He did another version on Santa Monica yeah. Boulevard and then he did the Club Lingerie. And, you know, he's... He always had this prod he wanted for me to be, he wanted to be a producer and have mm. me play with different people around mm. town mm. to make an album. Mm. And he'd be the drummer and the producer. Mm. Fuck, I 
I wish I would have been able to do that with him. Hmm. I think it was his 60th birthday. Uh, what's it called? An- aneurysm? Oh, aneurysm. Yeah. Something blew up in his head. Oh, on his birthday? On his 60th oh. birthday. Oh. Yeah, very sad. He's a good cat. Brendan Mullen. Hmm. And you didn't even have to, you just said, can we play? Did he, you didn't have to like bring your equipment No, no, because we played at the, oh, you had about it at the, at, at, at Mass. Mass. Yeah, no, no, because we, we played at the Spunkville at the Whiskey and the Whiskey. And Brendan was, saw it. No, he didn't see it, but, but people told him about it, you okay. know. But still, it was very I mean, cool of him to have you on board with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See it. Hmm. Right, the guy told I you. I think all the other bands were probably practicing there. So we were like the draw, I guess, or sort of. I don't know if you can call okay. it that. Because <laughs> we play at the whiskey. It was the, the gig goer guy who told you to dress up. He's the, the no, guy. that was the manager. Of the, the whiskey told us to dress up. Oh, it was the manager. Yeah, not the manager, the, the booking agent. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so he's yeah. Like, he was the guy who was showing the. I thought he was a gig goer. No, no, oh, no, he, no, he, no. He, he was the guy. Randy, yeah. Hold up. We're at the end of the first hour. Yeah. We're going to talk a lot more. Uh, June 15, 2014, just watch the Pedro show with Randy Stadola here. Brother Matt? Yeah. Hold tight for hour two! June 15, 2014, it's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro show.
Watch for Pedro Show started hour two off with Too Much Junk by the Alley Cats. Then we had Wash by Saido Koji. Uh, Henry Texier after that with uh, Les La Paz. The Wood Song, Bertram Turetsky and Damon Smith. And finally, something live from the Alley Cats, One More Chance to Survive. And our guest, uh, Randy Stadola, is in the... Is he in the head? Uh, went for a smoke or went to the head, one or the other. I think like he got done puffing. And <laughs> I believe now he's pissing. <laughs> Brother Matt, you got a Hawaii trip coming? Yeah, yeah. Tell us about We're that. We're going to be hitting up some Maui pretty soon. Some Maui wow. That'll be cool. I got... Uh, it's coming up in less than a week, right? Um, in about a... Oh, um, my friend Saavedra, he yeah. just retired from Pedro High. Sure. And the All-Star he's been on the show, right? I think so. Tony. Yeah, so he's coming up to uh, the, the All-Star Games coming up for Major League Baseball. Every yeah. team gets to pick a teacher. Yeah. All-Star teacher. He's one of the finalists for the Dodgers. Damn. So next week I'm going to be going to the Dodger game. He gets to throw out the first pitch. Yeah. And then uh, if, if uh, he's selected, he gets to go to the All-Star game out in uh, Minnesota. Really? So, um, yeah. So that's pretty exciting. Talking about... Throwing the pitch, I guess 50 Cent didn't do too good. Oh, my God. Yes, I throw him. Got to practice a little bit first. <laughs> you know, the dude's pretty built. Yeah, man. But just maybe baseball is... I'll tell you this. When I was in Pedro High and the Slav guys had come over and never touched a baseball, right? They're soccer guys. And, you know, you got to be trained. you got to... It's just not natural. They would throw the ball like a girl. Everybody would be laughing. They'd get so mad because these guys, they were actually great athletes. You know, they, they'd start doing the soccer kicks with the little baseball, hacky sack kind of shit. And, but they could not, and they swing the bat like a girl. I mean, you totally have to be yeah, trained. So maybe 50 Cent never played much ball. Wrong ball for him. And I remember, I remember that. There was two things I remember, and the Italian guys too from Ischia. That the no baseball thing and totally no soccer, yeah. and then no no Levi's. Their jeans oh. were always these trippy, kind of. Jeans. Well, they weren't made by. I don't know where they were made. Kind of. I'm, yeah, maybe we would say that. Maybe, wow. but they'd be different colors patched together. You know, it was designs, uh, but partridge family. It was still denim, but it wasn't because in those days all <laughs> denims were Levi's. Uh-huh. Like in, so, they had these brands. These yeah, I don't know what kind of fucking things. Wranglers Lee, no, Wranglers they they were they, Lee, yeah. no no they were more Euro styles, they, like they'd have different tones of denim. And shit. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about real important shit, Randy. So you didn't miss anything. Uh, getting back to uh, uh, your first Alley Cat gigs, what, where'd that lead to? Well, we want because we had, I, I remember we had to getting make the a lot of money. And we and didn't make a lot of money at shows, so yeah. we 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 started became the Johnny Appleseed of punk all over L.A. You know, we we just uh, we we actually went to Gazaris and were the first original band to play there in ages. You know, Gazaris people now is called the Key Club. It was an old man named Bill Gazari ran this. Yeah, play. and and what I what he told us was only Foxy guys play his stage. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> we tried to play. There. Yeah. 
He would set up all the bands. Did you do it where they set up all the bands and move the PA? Yeah, yeah. We were playing upstairs, and all the other bands were cover bands. And yeah. we were doing yeah. the same set we did at the Whiskey. Okay. You know, and then we did we did uh, uh, Under the Pier. Yeah. And we, we did... That's like Dondo. Yeah. Uh, and we did... Uh, uh, we did uh, the Moose Lodge with the Black Flags first show. That's for Black Flags first gig, and that's in. Uh, and, and that's Torrance. Yeah, no, it's gonna be Dondo. Is, is it Dondo? You Dondo, yeah. It's kind of near each other. And then we're supposed to play the Star. It's PCH, right? Yeah, we're supposed to play the Star Club and and. That's Torrance. No, that that's, that's still Dondo too. Because that. Oh, that was Star, Star Club. Theater. Right, Star, right. Star Theater. Theater. Yeah, yeah. Right. We take a flyer over the place. And yeah, D. Boone uh, started putting gigs on there. Yeah. And called it to you, and that building's torn down. They, 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 right before the show, they said that they, Star Theater canceled. They said yeah, if we played there, they'd lose their insurance. So we had, they moved it at the last minute. They had signs to the, the, the boys, I was, was it the King Club or something, wherever that was. Pedro? Yeah. Well, team club. Oh. Yeah, we played with uh, and then and then uh, that team post. Yeah, black flag and and then. Right, and us. Descendants for a show and, and and reactionaries. No, we played with you guys in in, in Long Beach. I think that too. Long. But but this this team post we played with you too it was the Descendants' first gig. Yeah. Black flag with Keith still. Yeah. I think it was like their second or third gig. Yeah. And you guys that. and I think. I think plugs might have been on the bill yeah, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we were we were called Minutemen. We were called reactionaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had a fourth guy. Yeah. And the cops had to lock everybody in because the neighbors. Yeah, actually, the cops came. They were going to shut it down. I talked them out of. Yeah, yeah, but the neighborhood started getting oh, rowdy yeah. because some kid from Hollywood had a white right. He had a Clash name of a Clash song on his jacket, and you know it's a minority, and they didn't know about punk and. You want, you want a white riot? Yeah. <laughs> we, we had to change our name after that gig. That gig was very notorious yeah. for San Pedro. Yeah. In fact, that, we got the gig because uh, Black Flag was handing out flyers. Yeah. And we couldn't believe they were going to try to do a punk gig in Pedro. Yeah. And they said, why is that? They said, because we're from Pedro. They couldn't believe there was a Pedro punk band. Uh. So they asked us to open up. Uh, uh, it was just like that. Remember in the old days with punk? It was so small that if somebody was into yeah. it, yeah. You could trust them. Yeah. And that's how we got on. And then the next year, we end up SST002. Yeah. Uh, just because of that meme. Now, your first record is a Danger House, right? Yeah. And these are masked people, right? David D Brown. D and yeah, David Brown and, 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 and Black Brandy. And yeah. And how'd this happen? They came to our shows. And, and they asked you, hey, can we put out yeah, a single yeah, by you? Yeah. And, uh, we were talking a little bit about this yesterday. But we, we, you recorded it at a place called uh, the Kitchen Sink, in Kitchen Hollywood, Sink, yeah. which was an eight-track. Yeah. And uh, you recorded three songs. Yeah. Was that the first time the Alley Cats went in the studio? Yeah. Was it your first time ever in the studio? Yeah, we used to record ourselves at home. Yeah. And uh, did you do it all in one night? We did it all in like a few hours. A few like hours? Four hours and you would clean the mixing and everything. Mixing and the whole deal. That's how we made our first one was yeah. record mixing one at yeah. one time. Yeah. That, that record sounds really good. People, the, the, the first single is Danger House. It's uh, Nothing Means Nothing Anymore. And the other song was uh, Give Me a Little Pain. And then I found out yesterday that the third song was Too Much Junk, yeah. which came out later on the Yes LA yeah. compilation. And uh, they're really good sounding. Uh, stuff we've been, we'll play more of it on the show here. Uh, 
We're uh, coming to the part of the show now uh, where you're going to collaborate with Brother Matt and Spinside. Okay, okay. Hey, don't be afraid. Do what may do. More than that, to let Karina Yurkar. Then you can start to make it rain. So let it out and let it in. And you, refrain, don't carry the word upon your shoulder. What, what, you know, that is a fool who play by making his war
circular vortex.
You never know what Rob, we're going to get on that one. So yeah, very training, cool. Thank you. Thank you. What was your inspiration? What was your motivation? Start Today off with that little side. inspiration from Brother Dale with the Bracho guy doing Hey Jude. That started <laughs> it off. And then uh, just tried to lay a little something exotic down for Randy to do his thing yeah, over. Right. <laughs> Randy, did you have any influences on guitar? Did you listen to any guitars when you were coming up? Well, I got a West Montgomery album and Tyler Noctos and I I like. You think that had like? Uh, oh yeah, and I like also I like you know uh, Johnny Cash and the Tennessee Three. I learned to play those little tack, sure. tack chords and stuff. Yeah, and right. And and you know. What about with lead guitar? Uh I like Robbie Robertson from the band. Okay. But I I one reason for writing my own songs is easier than to do than other people's songs. So. And I figured I'd never be that great at guitar, so I tried to figure out like different like sounds and stuff. And okay. Ways of playing. So Find your own style. At least it'd be unique anyway. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Let's let's hear some outcasts. Yeah. Oh, 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 
to our show. Uh, we heard some alley cats there. Uh, we just heard Give Me a Little Pain, the B-side of the first single. Before that was Grandpa Don't Know GMO by Gigi Band, so uh, Pusan, Korea. And then started all off with The Hotel by Alley Cats. I didn't know this song, The Hotel, Randy. Huh? Did you ever play The Hotel live? Yeah, a little bit. I don't remember ever hearing that song at a gig. Maybe it was a, a later down the road? Yeah, with our second album. Okay. Man, there's some feedback. Ah! We gotta figure this out. But anyway, it's the end of the second hour. Uh, June 15, 2014, Dishwasher Peter Show. Hold tight for hour three. Special guest, Randy Stadol. June 15, 2014, it's the third hour of Watt for Pedro's show.
by Doomsday Chain Lumer creatures from through this twisted plane Chasing them a star that never came Chasing the star of this evil reign They question authors in research What has fire and how much is it worth They cannot be served from this eternal curse Escape with me from the fire Was made of pentagram In the dark of night That I was too cool Escape was made from everything I heard Escape was made From the battle Sit over here. Breath of a Barfly. Yeah. I don't remember seeing you guys play this song. Yeah, we did that a little bit too. Okay. We had a lot of songs by then. We had two albums, so. Yeah, right, right. But because I remember the old batch that was played at a lot of gigs. Yeah. <laughs> and then we heard uh, Prophecy, something new from Crow. Hilo Creed is back. Huh. The drummer guy's gone, but Hilo's huh. uh, uh, got a new version of the Crow. That's Prophecy, brand new. Uh, Carbon Date Shed, also brand new from God in Hackney. Uh, Familia Miranda with Walter. There's some cool people in Barcelona that are chilly people. Mm. And uh, put on my gig there mm. with uh, Miss Man, Third Opera. Cocked at their pad. Really good cats. Mm. Rodrigo and his mm. little collective. They got stuff going on. You know about that over there when they. Uh, they take over buildings, right? Make artists things out yeah, of yeah. stuff. Something that doesn't happen here. Right? Mm. And finally, Escape from the Planet Earth. Live from your practice pad. Yeah, I yeah. I found this on the lubedude.com yeah. thing. Alex. Well, they touched it up and it cool, yeah. And let's get into this. Uh, yeah, so you started recording in your practice. Yeah, we... we you had one of them little... They had little reels, right? Yeah, we had... No, we had the uh, Fostax A-Track. Oh, the Fostax? Yeah. 
somebody I knew, maybe it was Billy, they had one of these task cams that had little reels. Oh, wow. Or maybe Watson had it. Yeah. Somebody had it, but yeah. it was so, so trippy. Uh. And it was an A-track. Anyway, uh, you know, after the Danger House stuff, yeah. you guys uh, recorded again. Yeah. And you're playing all over. I had, you hadn't toured yet, though, right? We toured at some point, I think. Actually, yeah. you did an yeah, early yeah. tour, because you told me about Bob Dylan coming to... Yeah, the... yeah, we started touring pretty early. Yeah, they, they were in the new in fact, we were, when we when we recorded the uh, when we did the Earth thing, we were on tour, and that was like '79, I think. Uh, people, there was a movie called Erg. I think it was mm-hmm. something for IRS Records yeah. to get all their uh, artists or somebody. But they had other bands too. Yeah. And uh, yeah, didn't you have to make some kind of fucking hell ride? To make yeah, it? I think we either came from Houston or, or Kansas City because you know. <laughs> And we got there just in time for, like, the show. We didn't do a sound check or anything. We hadn't slept for days. So. That's it, because you look a little relaxed. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Getting all beat, <laughs> whatever you want to say. Uh, but didn't you, didn't you tell me, what's it, Bob Dylan's, uh, what was it, Oh, yeah, in Minneapolis, yeah, yeah. He came to see him play. Wow. Yeah. Bitching. Yeah, and he helped us move equipment. He carried my guitar and invited wow. us over to his place, but we had to make it up to play in Winnipeg. Which we barely made because they stopped us at the border and searched our car for three hours. Oh man! We got we got there right before we were supposed to get on. Go on. Another one of those. Yeah. So Bob Dylan fucking slept your shit. Yeah, he's real nice. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Bitching. He didn't have a guy do it. He did it. Huh. Right. What. Oh yeah, McCann. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You know, most booze dudes have a dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's Cap. Did he talk to you before the? Was it after the gig? Yeah, after the show. Yeah. Did you know he was there when you were playing? Ah, uh, no. Wow. He that was just kind in, of a he was just in the audience. His kid told us about the band. And, okay. And he wanted to see us. Wow. Uh, he talked to me about you know how he needed to get better musicians for his next album, and he he likes playing with friends, but that sometimes that's not always the best idea. And yeah, yeah. You know what? He had some of Tito's guys. Later, yeah, 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 right. Remember yeah. Tony, I yeah, think, yeah, and maybe Chalo too yeah. on the drums. Yeah. Uh, guys from the Plugs, you yeah. know, Crusados. Yeah. Yeah. For a little while, yeah. wow. So he says it's not always a good idea to just play with your friends. But he likes to play with his friends. But he likes to play with his idea, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've only seen him once, and it was like five, six years ago. Yeah. He was wearing a mariachi outfit. He played no guitar, yeah, only a keyboard, keyboard yeah. and a harp. Yeah. Uh, 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 wow! Yeah, it was kind of trippy. He sideways, never turned towards us. Oh wow! Sideways all time, and the band was dressed all in the same like kind of Blues Brothers. Yeah, wow! Yeah, it was kind of bizarre. <laughs> it's one of the big festivals in Maryland, uh, actually, where they do the Preakness mm. uh, race track. Uh, yeah, just got some action. What's that thing played? I can't remember the name of the track, but mm. that's where they run that uh, fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, Randy, you want to play acoustic sing first? Okay, can I stand up or that can't? Oh, I guess I could sit down. I'm used to standing okay. up, but whatever you want. Well, can you pick up my voice off? It's right there. Oh, so if I'm standing up, I'm still okay. Probably can. Yeah, no, I'll try a little bit. Let me make yourself uh, comfortable. Try it, yeah. You know, here at the Love Grotto, it's flexible. Start singing. 
estar feliz. It was old and black and the burning rain. It was Shakespeare's portrait and the crying game. It was the Thursday in August and it was Halloween. She was the cutest mad scientist I've ever seen. It was Elsa. God and Zelda in a drunken dream They were frozen in time Like a whole magazine It was so hard for me For me to see What was true then Would not always be Oh, but hey For you Walk away, tell me what it is that you really want to say, hey, hey, you know that it's true, oh, make me feel in the world, I already do. Hey, it would be not you that ruined my life. It would be not you that just wasn't right. It would be not you that made it so rough. But it was you, not me, that finally had enough. Oh, but hey, before you. Walk away, tell me what it is that you want to say, hey, hey, you know that it's true, oh, make me feel it was, already do, oh, but babe, you know what just came right, I'm so hazy. You know it just came right It just came right I'm so crazy Oh, you
What's the name of that song? It was Me Not You. Me not, it was Me Not You. Yeah, yeah. Man, used to dull and good people. Yeah, very cool. Uh, righteous was accompanied by the tailpipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a new guitar? Yeah, I'm Facebook friend. Nice person, kind of to me from New York. Righteous. When I heard my other guitar got stolen, I crossed Somebody went into your vehicle, right? Yeah. I remember that. Uh, Not too long ago. No. Packers. Damn. And you still got the old baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> that guitar sounds so good. This guy, he's coming along. Hummingbird. Yeah. Let's kicks. I got the wrong pick. Here, let's hear some more ad cats.
woman, Jack Nicholas, Jorvino, whoa, whoa, whoa. Tommy Armour, Fuzzy Zelder, Corey Payton, Tom Weisskopf, Smiley Mako, Billy Casper, Gary Baker, Seti Ballestero, whoa!
Fingers happy release When the dead come back to life So shoot them in the brain Make sure that you burn them Give us a crash It's all gone crazy Just like the joke
was tough, but she wasn't me. No, was I out of the on the street? What did Marty look so something to do with the movie? No. <laughs> Remember that movie? Yeah. I mean, the first one, you know? Yeah. Black and white, Kenny Cano. Yeah. Scary. <laughs> scary movie. And that freaked me out. Uh, Lemon Limes after that with Buick International. South Oaks, Keep Your Judgment Day. The Aftermath by Zombie Crash. And finally, Just an Alley Cat by Alley Cats. So, uh, Uh, to the story of the the band, uh, you do a couple albums. You, you guys did too early. Mm. You and Black Flag, you know. Mm. I'm thinking about Southern California bands. A lot of bands didn't tour in those days. Mm. You guys did. Oh yeah, yeah. And Flag, and that's where we learned yeah. it. Huh? A lot of the Hollywood bands they just played Hollywood. Yeah. And you're right. You, uh, even in Southern California, they just played up there. You were the Johnny Appleseeds. You mm. went to the. Other pads. Yeah. 
not just to... Yeah, it's like you know, we did the first Hong Kong Cafe show. Yeah, right. And that, in fact, that turned into the whole scene. Yeah. Because there was something going on at Madame Wong's, but she was like, it was more of a kind we of We played the second show there and then she banned us. Right, right. Yeah. I think I saw Bags gig there where the, she stops the gig. Yeah. And says, you guys don't know how to play and yeah. I don't want you playing here. Really? Yeah. She was weird. Yeah. Yeah. So. So bands could play, play at Madame Wong's, they couldn't play at the Hong Kong and vice versa. That was a trip, huh? Yeah, and one night we were playing at the at Hong Kong Cafe and the police were playing across the way at Madame Wong's. The Sting. Mm. And yeah, and they bit. all came in a little big, big white van and all the equipment and the whole band. They didn't Showing have across, a... Showing across America, yeah. They didn't play in a policeman outfit, though. No, no. <laughs> that was crap. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they had, like, bleached hair. Yeah. Oh, they were England guys. Yeah. Uh... But uh, Hong Kong was a good place to see bands, yeah. man. I saw a lot of good gigs there. Carlos Catarlos, that's where I met him. Mm-hmm. He was the doorman. Yeah, they came by us. We had the first show there, and we so we invited the bag to play with us, and I don't know if there was anybody else. I forgot. And then, then he, uh, he 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 asked if I knew any other bands. I gave him a whole list of, of like punk bands and their phone numbers, and he yeah. called them all and booked them, and that was the first month there, and that was pretty much what happened. Yeah, and it turned into a whole scene yeah. for a while there. That's where all the yeah. gigs were. Yeah. It was uh, it was a good pad. I saw a lot of good gigs there. That that drove up from Pedro song mm-hmm. is about one of those gigs. There was New Year's. Maybe it was nineteen eighty. And uh, X was going to play for with Devo. Oh, really? at the Long Beach Arena it's wow. a big like yeah. rock show yeah. and then Germs played with Joanna Wen at Hong Kong Cafe uh. and it was kind of the test yeah. like what gig were you going to go to yeah. and I went to the Germs game <laughs> 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 even Joe Biza did because uh. it's in that too, if you follow mm. the words in that too and I accidentally uh, ate L <laughs> I freaked out left Joe Biza at the Tommy Cafe well, I remember he got some eggs and they came and they were the sunny side up uh. kind and the white, white, whites and the yellow, yellow yolks was too much, too much weight for my brain to take. So I had to flee, brother man. <laughs> yeah, my Volkswagen bug. And I get there in the four level interchange. Mm. And it was too much. I couldn't tell what level the boat was on. So I just pulled over on the side of the road and just sat there like, for hours. No cops came, nothing. Just there, you know, the whole burning like a light bulb. <laughs> it was an intense time for me. Uh, but you guys go on to do some more uh, recordings. Yeah. Right, the albums. Yeah, we and we did two albums as the Alley Cats. And the right, and then Kings. you changed your name. Yeah, I, I, at the time I was saying I wanted... Because there was a problem with... like. No, no, I just I wanted to weed out the less committed. Oh. <laughs> no, but I thought there was a problem no. with Alley Cats, the idea of it... One time you were telling me... Any, at that time, Cats meant you were a rockabilly band. Well, no. But, but, did, but of course, great, you guys weren't a rockabilly band. Great Cats got bigger rather than Right, right, right. Uh, so but that wasn't why we changed the name, okay. though. It was to weed out... The Less Committed, yeah. The Less Committed. Everybody <laughs> thought I was crazy, and I probably was. Zarkon came from some movie? No, I just made the word you up. just made it up. Yeah. It sounds like it's from like some... Yeah, uh, I just wanted a dog-sounding name, okay. yeah. <laughs> And uh, it had nothing to do with Alley Cats signing Rockabilly. Because I, I remember there was more than just... Well, did, wasn't there a Cats band? I think they were just called the Cats. 
I don't know. It could be. In SoCal at that time, <laughs> they were kind of power pop. There was some kind of punk band called the Wildcats. Wildcats? No, no. These guys were more uh, like I power. Know about, remember they called power pop? It was kind of a wave thing. Like 2020. New Cats, something cats. I have no idea. Okay. I probably even know about them. <laughs> it's no great loss. Okay? <laughs> no great loss. I accidentally saw them and uh, it was like, uh. I wasn't a big fan of the, uh, the wave power pop. Power pop. So you changed the name to Zarkons, but then you also keyboards. That was the second Zarkons album. The first Zarkons album was just the original Alley Cats. It's just the Alley Cats with a different name. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're talking about people coming to the shows. Well, just to buying the them out. Yeah, yeah. Because everybody in the band stayed. Yeah. Because the second version, you add other people. Yeah, yeah. Well, the keyboards only had a different drummer by then. Right, right. And then maybe... Uh, The brother guy, right? Yeah, Kerry, oh, Kerry Cooley, yeah. Yeah, 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 okay, okay. Um, and then Free was in on, on the second album, too. That's right, Free to Rente, Fellow mm. San Pedro. Cool. Yeah. Uh, you want to play some of the song? Okay, yeah, I guess so. Please, please. Should I do the original or should I do your cheating heart? I'll do your cheating heart. Yeah. My song, I Hank Williams. First song, one of the first songs I learned. Okay, yeah. from that uh, record tape from the library. Yeah. Gotta pull my pants up. Take a drink of, of whiskey here. Away. The 
time will come When you'll be blue Hell treated hard We'll tell on you When tears come down Like falling rain Gonna toss around and come on name you walk the floor Just what I do Hell cheated heart will tell on you Yeah yeah, very cool. Thank you. Beautiful. Righteous. Uh, I don't remember ever seeing you play acoustic. I didn't really play acoustic until I got the. Uh, well, I got I had an acoustic, but I, I, it got broken. Okay. I played it a little bit. I played it on the last album, the Shotgun's album, on a few songs. Okay. Wow. You like acoustic? It's okay. You like Telly better? Well, yeah. yeah okay. I remember you got into this thing where you were using a bunch of different amps. Yeah, yeah, I started out using a Super Reverb. And People then, I'm talking about, like, at the same time. Yeah, yeah, I hook up a Super Reverb to a concert amp, to a Premiere amp, to a Twin. All these old Fenders. You know. Right, like a little stack of, yeah, old Fenders. Yeah. But you know what? It was a bitchin' sound. Uh, it was a good sound. Yeah. Uh, remember when Fenders were Econo? Yeah, yeah. They didn't cost, nobody wanted them. I bought my Super Reverb for like 200 bucks. 200 bucks? Yeah. Super Reverbs now are like, mm. buku. Mm. That, that's a trip about that. So you got a new version of the Alicants now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, tell us about that. Who, who's on the guitar and drums? Well, bass is, um, I'm playing with April. I mean, I mean bass and drums. Yeah, yeah, April, K Katie. Randy Stadola's probably on guitar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm playing on, on bass, playing bass with me now with April, Katie, and, and, and on drums with Matt Lasky. Okay. Both from San Pedro. Both Pedro guys. Yeah. Did, did you ever do a situation with two guitars? No. No, no. You've always been yeah. a man alone on the guitar. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, how long now have you been playing with these guys? Well... I was playing with Paul O'Rourke. She lives in Spain. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah she People, moved. I should tell you, the Alligats actually came around, what, like a year and a half ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was called, but it was actually called Alligats... S-O-B. S-O-B. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Which stood for each dude in the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. last yeah. name, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but then, now that version's gone with uh, the two new people. Yeah, because Paul, she, she actually, that's where her home is. Right, right. She just comes out here, and but she, she went... She's in Spain, right? In Barcelona, actually. And, uh, yeah, Catalonia. Mm. She had a problem with uh, her leg. slipping at oh. Harold's on beer on the deck. While we were playing, yeah. While they were playing, broke her leg. Her ankle, yeah, shattered. Her ankle that. shattered yeah. and uh, then infected. Yeah, she had to get, like, they, they first of all, they put, like, uh, what do you call it? Plate. Metal plates in it, uh, yeah. And then, uh. then it got infected, and that was... Over three months ago, and she's still on crutches. Yeah, totally. Oh, so man. Heal up there in Barcelona. Yeah. Uh, and, you, and you just started some doing gigs with the guys, right? Yeah, I got I heard a, you play the Redwood. Show at the Redwood, yeah. yeah. Was that the first gig with both of them? Yeah, 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 both of them together, yeah, yeah. 
Did you dig it? I yeah, gotta yeah, see it. What's yeah. the next gig? Uh, July 12th at the, at the observatory in Santa Ana with the Smut Peddlers. At July 12th, people? Where? Uh, observatory in Santa Ana. The observatory in Orange County. Yeah, right, Santa right, Ana, right. Yeah. I played it. It was called the Galaxy. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. a bunch of names. Yeah. It's in a strip mall kind yeah. of thing. Uh, I got to play with Fear last time I played there. Uh-huh. My second man. Well, yeah, I want to, I got to check it out. Keep Except... Up. July 12th, I'm in New York City making an album that oh. I was climbing. Well, we'll be playing oh, cool. after that. Okay, okay. Yeah, and Greg from Deerhoof, Nick Reinhardt from oh, Tennessee. Nice. Uh, look, if some young people, well, these guys are young in the new version yeah. of the Alcan. If they asked you for advice in this music racket, what would you give? Tell them. Well, probably not very good advice, but I'd say <laughs> always do try and make music that you like. And, and, and it's original and it, if you if you fail as a career at least you got something you know whereas if you try and make pop music that you think is going to sell records yeah. and it doesn't and you made music you didn't like then you got nothing right that makes great sense yeah. people Randy's been around yeah. and uh, in fact I, I think that's excellent advice yeah. I have to remember that to tell people when they ask do what you feel, right? Yeah. Don't try to, like, uh... Manipulate musical integrity. Yeah. yeah, musical integrity. Yeah, <laughs> musical integrity. Great thing. With this new version of We Out Cats, is there new songs? Well, we're going to... We, the first show, we just did the old songs, yeah. and we're working on a couple of new You're songs. You're going to write songs specifically for these cats? Yeah, a couple of new songs we're going to do for the next show, yeah. And when you came back with the new versions, why didn't you call them the Zarkons? Well, because we were doing more Alley Cat songs than Zarkon songs. We did a couple of Zarkon songs. Really? But we did more Alley Cat songs. So. And you told me this young guy, the drummer man, he knew all the tunes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He already knew them when wow. we played them the first time. Bitchy. Yeah, yeah. Very bitchy. He had all our records and stuff. Uh, cool. Randy, I want to thank you so much for okay. coming on the show. Yeah, Charlie great to have you. Love Matt. Very cool. Really oh, yeah, and let me make you a shout out. You got a huge, huge yeah. influence on yeah. me and D. Yeah. Boone and the Minutemen. Yeah. yeah. Georgie too dug Alley Cats and uh, just just it's so great that you're back with the new version. Yeah, the way the way I met it was pretty amazing too because I was outside Harold's. Yeah. And I Harold's is just packed yeah. here in And I guess their birthday was in April. She goes, No, it's in March. I go, March when? She goes, March twenty seventh. That's my birthday. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and then she she says she's from Fargo, North Dakota. She lived uh, there for seven uh, years. Well I lived in Fargo, wow. North Dakota for seven years, yeah. <laughs> Trip. Connections. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming yeah, yeah. on the show, Randy. Yeah, yeah, great to have you. You know, and you're going to record with these cats, right? Yeah, yeah, hopefully soon. As soon as you do, flow some okay, tunes yeah, so yeah, we yeah. can play yeah, on the yeah, show. Cool, yeah. Oh, and thanks, too, for blowing it out during the special. Yeah, 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 yeah. cool. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, good people. June 15th, ver- uh, 2014 edition of the Watt for Pedro show. Thanks so much, brother man, for yeah, going cool, to cool. in bed. Good luck in Hawaii. Aloha. When do you Mahalo. come back home? I'll be back like about July 10th. July 10th. June, yeah, July 10th. <laughs> July 10th. Right. People, tomorrow's a Bloomsday. Yeah. And Juneteenth is coming right up on. after that. Happy birthday, Raymond. And Raymond's B-Day, too. Huh. Thanks again. Once oh, yeah. more, Randy Stadola. Hey, hey. Yeah. Brother. People, keep your powder dry. Yeah.